0: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
1: All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
0: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. It's Sunday, and that means time to talk
2: golf. It's what we do every Sunday here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers, and welcome in. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Boutnoff, thanking you for making Tea to Green part of your weekend. Well, it's September. Football is here. Fall is just around the corner. The days are getting shorter and cooler. The golf season is moving right along. The Ryder Cup begins later this month. All four of the majors are in the rearview mirror. So what do we talk about today on Tee to Grain? Well, this month marks the 20th anniversary of the release of the movie Tin Cup. Kevin Costner, Don Johnson, Rene Russo, Cheech Marin... And PGA Tour golfers Craig Stadler, Phil Mickelson, Lee Jansen, Johnny Miller makes an appearance in Tin Cup. And it's been 20 years since that movie hit the big screen. Today on Tee to Green, we'll talk about the 20th anniversary of what's become an iconic golf movie. And probably second only to Caddyshack in terms of popularity among golfers around the world, Jim Fennessy. The director of instruction at Winrose Golf Course in Spring, Texas, just north of Houston, was working at Kingwood Country Club in Houston when they filmed part of the movie there. He even got a minor starring role in the movie, and we'll talk to Jim Fennessy today. He'll tell us some behind-the-scenes stories with Kevin Costner, Don Johnson, and the cast in the filming of Kid Cup. It was also filmed at the Two-Back Golf Resort in Houston, but we'll talk to Jim Fennessy today on Tee to Green. Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down Save me from those double bogey blues Of course, a little tune there that we open the show with every week from the movie Tin Cup. Hey, you can follow Tita Green on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. It's Jay and Jerry teeing it up on America's longest-running network radio show worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast-to-coast on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network.
3: And now today's gardening tip. Over 50% of the country is experiencing drought conditions. Wilt from drought and summer stress can severely damage lawns and ornamental plants and dramatically reduce yields for commercial farms and home vegetable gardens. Not to mention the average cost of water has increased 48% since 2010. Lawn care professionals, golf course superintendents, and sports field managers have found an effective product to maintain great-looking plants with less water that is now also available to homeowners. And now a word from Hydratein.
4: Is your lawn fried from heat and drought stress? Flowers wilted? Tired of constantly watering? Not to mention high water bills? Then do what the pros do to reduce watering by up to 50% or more. Use hydrotane and you'll water less while maintaining beautiful lawns, landscapes, and gardens. Hydrotane is an environmentally responsible solution that has been used for years by top golf courses and landscape professionals. Now available to you. Ask your lawn service or local garden center for hydrotane. To learn more or to order directly, visit our website at uwaterless.com.
5: Are you concerned about your prostate? Do you pee more often than you used to? Do you wake up to go? Be honest. Is there a drop in your romantic life? These problems may not just go away, so you need to call for a free bottle of Super Beta Prostate, the number one non-prescription formula for your prostate. The ingredients are naturally sourced. With Super Beta Prostate, you'll have less urges to urinate, less waking at night, and an improvement in your romantic life guaranteed. Try it free. Pay only shipping and handling. Call 1-800-922-4074. Super Beta Prostate is so powerful, you'd have to take 100 saw palmetto capsules to get the same active ingredients in just one Super Beta Prostate tablet. Stop running to the bathroom and call us now for your free bottle. Hurry, this free offer won't last. Call 1-800-922-4074. 1-800-922-4074.
6: 1-800-922-4074. What is the golf swing by
7: Roy McAvoy? Well, I tend to think of the golf swing as a poem. The critical opening phrase of this poem will always be the grip, which the hands unite to form a single unit by the simple overlap of the little finger. Lowly and slowly, the club head is led back, pulled into position not by the hands, but by the body, which turns away from the target, shifting weight to the right side without shifting balance tempo is everything perfection, unattainable, as the body coils now to the top of the swing. There's a slight hesitation, a little nod to the gods.
8: A nod to the gods?
7: Yeah, to the gods. That he is fallible. The perfection is unattainable, and now the weight begins shifting back to the left, pulled by the powers inside the earth. It's alive, this swing, a living sculpture, and down through contact, always down. Striking the ball crisply, with character tuning fork goes off in your heart. Such a pure feeling as the well-struck golf shot.
2: From the movie Tin Cup, the golf swing, courtesy of Roy Tin Cup McAvoy. It's Tita Green, the show by golfers for golfers. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Butanoff Thanks for joining us today. This month marks the 20th anniversary of the release of that movie, Tin Cup. We'll be talking about it today on the show. On our next segment, Jim Fennessy, Director of Instruction at Winrose Golf Course, will be here. That's just north of Houston. Uh, 20 years ago, Jim was working at Kingwood Country Club in Houston, where they filmed part of Tin Cup. And he even got to star in the movie. Maybe that might be a little bit of an exaggeration. He got to be in the movie uh, with Kevin Costner, John Johnson, Renee Russo, Cheech Marin and Company, the 20th anniversary of Tin Cup.
9: Um, I think when instructors today teach people the golf swing. It's not as spiritual <laughs> as Roy was trying to make it yeah. there. Well, you know, I don't I think don't they really use some of those same
2: terms That everything. What he was trying to do was make Rene Russo is what he was yeah, trying to well, do. Sure, of course. <laughs> Dr. Molly Griswold in the movie.
9: Yeah. Jerry, how you doing? How was your camping trip? Good. It was week? awesome. Uh, I actually caught a bunch of crayfish, crawfish, depending on what you call it in various parts of the country. Um, I don't know, they might be kind of cannibalistic because I was using some little crayfish lures, and so I don't know how that all works. (laughs) um, The lures worked on the crayfish. They did. Uh, The lakes up by steamboat are are full of them, I found out. Uh, Very sandy bottoms on the two lakes I was at, fishing and stuff like that, and uh, good times. Uh, Coyotes singing at midnight, of course. And then actually the first night I was up there, uh, one of the guys that was camping on the very edge of the campground uh, for anyone that was still up, it was about eleven o'clock. He s- kind of came over and warned us that he s- they saw a couple of cats wandering around about fifty yards from their campsite. Not, mean, not mean, meaning mountain lions. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I was
2: going to say so, not, um, not kitty cats.
9: That might have been. I don't know for sure because sometimes you know they sneak around. But that might have been as close as any of them have ever gotten to me when I've been in Colorado. Okay. So, I saw one. Fishing. So it was exciting.
2: Yeah, I saw one fishing once. <laughs> about probably a hundred yards away. Okay, and that's that was close enough.
9: Yeah, these back. guys said they were uh, about forty or fifty yards from the edge of their campsite, yeah. and something like that. Wow. So,
2: well, as I mentioned, in the open fall just around the corner, football season is here. College football, the NFL starts well, started a couple of nights ago, and it first big weekend, first big Sunday in the NFL today, and of course the golf season is almost behind this now the main part of it anyway we got the Ryder cup coming up in a few weeks and in the next uh, couple of shows we'll be doing some Ryder cup stuff but today as we mentioned we're focusing on the movie tin cup i've posted something on facebook uh, about this uh, a couple of days ago and got the responses i got were um, pretty much along the lines of okay it was a great golf movie what other golf movies are there, what other golf movies would you recommend? And, of course, Caddyshack promptly comes to mind, Tin Cup. Uh, there was a movie, The Greatest Game Ever Played. Uh, there was also... I haven't seen that one. You yet. haven't? Oh, no. it's very good. I
9: know, it's out on, on TV all the time, yeah. too. But, um, yeah. see, when we were talking the other day, it seemed to me like Tin Cup was more than 20 years ago, probably because the Golf Channel runs it 20 times a year, <laughs> I think, or yeah. something like yeah. that. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dead Solid Perfect was another one starring
2: Randy Quaid as a golf pro on the PGA Tour. And, of course, The Legend of Bagger Vance with Will Smith and Matt Damon.
9: Which was, I thought, a better movie than the critics gave it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I um, I, I thought it was too. Yeah. Cool. Of course, we're kind of prejudiced toward golf. Well,
9: I don't know that that plays into it. I just thought that, that the entire movie was better than and was written up about it and everything. So. The
2: greatest game ever played is Francis Wime winning the U.S. Yeah. Open in, what, 1913? 1913.
9: 1913. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. Good, good movie. And I and, and there's been a few others. Of course, there was Caddyshack 2, very forgettable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. As good as one was, as soon as they couldn't get Rondi Dangerfield, that uh-huh. and Bill Murray and, back.
9: And pretty much um, the consensus around... I guess the sporting world and the movie viewing public is that the best golf movie is Caddyshack. The worst one is Caddyshack, <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that about a lot of sequels in the movie world, too. Yeah. Um, you know, just let, let well enough be. And do you really need Friday the 13th? Part 13,
2: <laughs> you know, however, many yeah. they, however many they went okay. up to. Maybe a couple of exceptions to that being The Godfather. Oh, yeah. A yeah. and, and couple of the
9: Rocky movies. A couple yeah. of the Rocky yeah. movies,
2: yeah. Better than, the sequels better than the original. I don't know about
9: better, but, you know, or not, sequels, not yeah. horrible. Not yeah. horrible, yeah. yeah. Not
2: horrible, yeah, that's true. But uh, it's hard, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's hard to believe it's been 20 years since uh, Tin Cup uh, hit the movie theaters. It was actually... In in mid-August, then it got widespread release in September. And, of course, it pops up on the Golf Channel, pops up on the movie channels from time to time. And it's one of those movies, i I got to admit, if I'm flipping around looking looking to see what's on TV and I run into Tin Cup, no matter where it is in the movie, I usually end up watching it from there on to the finish.
9: Yeah, I haven't done that. I've done that with Caddyshack. I've probably seen Caddyshack you know, a number of times I've seen tin cup once. And then I've seen parts of it, different parts of it. Who knows how many times. And
2: I've got, then. I've I've got tin cup. I've got the movie on, on video, not on disc on, on the original tape. Video. Oh
9: yes. Yeah, from, you probably can't watch that anymore. The, no, no. Like, <laughs> from, my, from
2: the VCR don't days. Have,
9: don't have those, that equipment. Yeah. I've got a lot of good stuff. Uh, movies and just videos that friends and I have put together or whatever on uh, VHS that I just can't watch anymore.
2: VHS, that's the term I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, long lost term. And there was some talk, I haven't heard anything lately about, a, a speaking of sequels, about doing a follow-up to Tim Cup, which kind of, the way it ended, kind of left it open for the possibility of a follow-up because uh, he, even though he blew up on the last hole and got the 12 before he before he jarred it, um, he was qualified for the following year for the U.S. Open.
9: Okay, um, but it might be a little late now. Well, probably probably <laughs> is. But I was, mean, if you're going to do that, you should have done it 12 or 15 yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, – it, it, you know – as good as these makeup people in Hollywood are, you I don't know if you can make Don Johnson and uh, <laughs> look that age again. Well, no you know, winner. you could
2: put him on the champion's tour. <laughs> That's,
9: yeah, I guess he could. Yeah, yeah you along could. with
2: Costner. And in in, in in Tin Cup, we had Phil Mickelson, a very young Phil Mickelson was in that movie. Uh, we had Craig Stadler also, Lee Jansen, Johnny Miller, Billy Mayfair. This was right was
9: around the time Lee Jansen was winning the U.S. Open a couple of times, yeah. near near there. So. And yeah. uh,
2: Peter Jacobson,
9: who, oh, yes. who
2: won the fictional U.S. Open in Tin Cup, but never won the U.S. Open in real life. No, no. Yeah, That's a great trivia question,
9: in case you're wondering. Ah, okay, yes. So, anyway. Peter yes. Jacobson, um, also, he won the Pro-Am at Pebble Beach one time. He famously was always playing with Jack Lemon.
7: Yeah.
9: Even the year, and Jack Lemon never made the cut. Even the year that Jacobson won the tournament, they still didn't make the cut <laughs> as a team. Uh, Jack Lemon must have been a, a, a bad celebrity golfer.
2: Well, Jim Jim Fennessy was there when they filmed Tin Cup in Houston, and he even got a small part in the movie. He'll be joining us next to talk about the 20th anniversary. Of the movie Tin Cup, he'll share some behind-the-scenes stories about Kevin Costner, Don Johnson, and the cast, and he's standing by. We'll hear from him next. This is Tita Green, Jay and Jerry, Worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast-to-coast on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network.
6: That's 800-296-0906. You
10: want the driver? Fine.
4: Here. Hit the driver, tin cup.
7: <laughs> well, I changed my mind. Give me the three wood. You can't clear that dog leg with a three wood, man.
6: You want a bet? Fine. Take the three wood. Take it to me with a golf pro, man.
7: Yes, I'm going with the safe shot, boys. You know, sometimes I fan that, too. You better give me the three.
8: Is this normal behavior for him?
7: Well, the word normal and him don't often collide in the same sentence. And sometimes I catch that three little finto. Don't do this. And I've hit flyers with the four. Hit the damn ball run. I put my five. I shanked the six, sculled the eight, batted the nine. Tilly dipped the wedge, and I blade at the sand. Hunter? Yeah. There is old Mr. Three Wiggle, isn't there? But then there's a the seven iron. I never miss with the seven iron.
2: Chich Marin going through the whole set of clubs right there and breaking them all except for the 7 iron because he never misses with the 7 iron.
9: There's different ways that people go through their bags. (laughs) (laughs) You've kind of seen it when anybody that's been. uh, to a tournament and sometimes if they if they like watching guys hit balls I mean some guys will go through their whole bag and they'll hit like just maybe a half a dozen shots with each one or something like that. This was a little different version of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's destination listening for dedicated golfers. It's
2: Tee to Green the Golf Show. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Butenhof and we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the release of the iconic golf movie Tin Cup today here on T to Green, and right now we're going down to the state of the Lone Star State, state of Texas, and uh, Winrose Golf Course in Spring, Texas, just north of Houston. Director of Instruction there is Jim Fennessy. Twenty years ago, Jim was at Kingwood Country Club in Houston when the cast and crew came to, of Tin Cup came to that area to film part of the movie. Jim, welcome to T
10: to Green. How are you today? I'm great, guys, and uh, excited to be with you that bring back some memories there? It really does. It really does. That was uh, one of the better scenes in the movie for sure.
2: Yeah, I was surprised when I got on YouTube uh, a lot of people uh, commented in the in the text after uh, be, below the uh, video that that was their favorite scene in the whole movie, the Seven <laughs> Seven Iron scene. He never misses with the Seven Iron. So you were uh, you were down there at Kingwood Country Club. Tell us about how that uh, golf course was involved in the movie and how you became involved.
10: Well, I was fortunate to, uh, to, to be in the movie in some, in some small parts, and, and the way they wound up at Kingwood was the, the crew was looking for a golf course to film the movie um, at a location that had a U.S. Open feel and a U.S. Open look, and Kingwood was building the forest course uh, of their country club at that time. And it had actually experienced a big flood maybe six or eight months prior to that, so the golf course was, was, was not being used. It was open for um, be, or being built to, to be prepared to be open for the members. And um, so there was no, uh, no play on it at that time, and the golf course was looking beautiful, and the crew came down and inspected it, and uh, we got picked um, to be the location along with the Deerwood course at Kingwood Country Club. Uh, the movie was filmed at uh, both courses.
2: I got to admit the first few times I watched Tin Cup I thought that that was Pinehurst I didn't really realize that it was not Pinehurst
10: that it was of course far away from Texas far away from there in Texas Absolutely yes the tall pine trees uh, I think is what the draw was for those guys and um, and the look of the rolling kind of the rolling terrain of the of the golf course and it was kind of a newer development a uh, new golf course so to speak but still had an old an old golf course feel to it and an old golf course look
2: so, how much excitement was there around around the course and amongst the staff there when you realized that it was going to be part of the movie and you were going to have the likes of uh, Kevin Costner and John Don Johnson showing up?
10: Well, we were <laughs> we were beside ourselves for a while. We weren't really sure what to do and uh, and how we were going to you know how we were going to be and, and perform for the movie and uh, you know and the excitement of of the people of Houston was incredible. That you you can see the crowd in the background and and uh, thousands of people were out every day to be extras in the movie. So um, we had a lot of um, a lot of involvement with the community and then the city of Houston to come up and be a part of the movie. Did they put the word out that they wanted people to come out and be part of the background scenes? Yeah, they did. I think we had a lot of newscasts. Um, a lot of the local news uh, stations picked up on it that the movie was going to be filmed, and there have actually been a lot of movies filmed in the Houston area. Uh, but this one, this one really had a big a big uh, a draw because people could be in the movie instead of just maybe perhaps getting a chance offset to watch some filming. They actually got to be in the movie, so the excitement was
9: was huge Jim I don't think uh, a lot of uh, golf fans, even if they watch a lot of t- televised golf, realize what goes into a televised golf broadcast as far as the camera locations, scoreboards, all the cables and wiring that it requires to electronify, is that a word, uh, these guys, I'm, I'm assuming it was the same with the movie there too,
10: is that right? It was, there was a tremendous amount of detail, um, and set up each day to, uh, to make sure that, uh, everything was exactly the way they wanted it. Ron Shelton was the, uh, director and, uh, David Lester was the producer. Uh, David Lester produced Shawshank Redemption and Lester, um, directed, uh, White Man Can't Jump among some, other, and I think Bull Durham as well. And, The way those everything was so professional, it was just amazing um, how well coordinated all the staff was. All of the uh, producers that were out in the field and moving the crowds around, everybody knew exactly what they were doing. How long were they there? How long did that filming take? Uh, They were with us about they were with us about two months. They came in in October um, of uh, 1995, and and did all the filming through about Thanksgiving. Uh, and our weather at that time of year is really good, so it it worked out beautiful. We didn't, you know, no, but we weren't quite in sweaters yet, but we weren't um, uh, we weren't uh, weren't overly hot, so it was it was wonderful. Did they film every day, and did they film all day long? How did that work out? They did. They filmed. Uh, they started early in the morning. Uh, well, early like nine o'clock, uh, nine or nine thirty. And uh, scenes were shot at the forest course uh, at the golf Advanced school. I was running the golf Advanced school at the time for Kingwood and they were filming on the practice range. We filmed in the clubhouse at Kingwood. Uh, the parts where Costner knocks the Pelican off the post um, was shot at, at inside the country club clubhouse. Um, the scenes of him hitting uh, knocking the ball in the water on the 18th hole um, was at Deerwood country club. So they were, as long as they had light, they were trying to film something.
2: We're with Jim Fennessy, who's the director of instruction at Winrose Golf Course in Spring, Texas. He was at Kingwood Country Club in Houston 20 years ago when they came there to film part of the movie Tin Cup. Uh, Jim, I was uh, fortunate enough to be uh, in a crowd scene in Major League Two, the movie Major League Two. It lasted about 30 seconds on the screen, but it took like six hours to film in real life. Is that kind of what you, we, we you saw with Tin Cup?
10: Yes, absolutely. The the, the parts of the movie I'm in, I'm, I'm Costner's, uh, me and my old boss are, are Costner's playing partners in the first two rounds of the U.S. Open. And the part of him uh, knocking the ball, you know, the first time he went for it in, in two, and they show that scene of him knocking it in the water, and then us walking up where he hits his, he drops the ball and, of course, knocks it on the green and makes part par to shoot the tournament record. That took uh, that one scene may have taken the whole day.
2: <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. And with with golf, uh, was was there a lot of actual hitting shots, or was there some pretend like you're hitting a shot, and then we'll show the ball landing
10: 200 yards away? No, you know that's a great question because Costner was he was adamant about him being the character and him hitting the shots, and while. Probably the, the times he was going for the green and two, not all of those were his. Maybe some of the ball landing in the water might have been staged, but he did make an actual swing and hit a golf ball uh, every time. And uh, the interesting part of that, I guess, and to, to talk more about that that second shot that he hit on the green or, or after he dropped the golf ball and then had to knock it on to make par, that particular shot took about maybe 20 or 25 takes. Um, flag was in a, in a tough position on the green and if he hit the ball left it didn't go far enough up to the flag and if he hit the ball right it would roll off the green so that was about a 25 about 25 shots and that took well over an hour because we had back to one you know and and it was it was a, it was a tough shot for him but he did pull it off finally <laughs> so does the ball actually roll backwards off the green into the water on that hole no, that, that, um, they, they had uh, initially had some kind of, a, of like, a, 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 like a cannon, I guess you could say, or some kind of ball gun, but it would, it would tear the ball up when they tried to use it. It would rip the ball up uh, trying to make this ball perform coming out of the cannon. So many of the tour players that were there, um, John Cook, Fred Couples, some of the different guys who were on set, John Cook is the one actually hitting the wedges onto the green that spin back off the green into the water.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> we got to take a break, you, Jim. <laughs> Jim's going to stay with us for the next segment. We're talking about the 20th anniversary of the release of the movie Tin Cup today here on Tita Green.
3: And now today's gardening tip. Over 50% of the country is experiencing drought conditions. Wilt from drought and summer stress can severely damage lawns and ornamental plants and dramatically reduce yields for commercial farms and home vegetable gardens. Not to mention the average cost of water has increased 48% since 2010. Lawn care professionals, golf course superintendents, and sports field managers have found an effective product to maintain great-looking plants with less water that is now also available to homeowners. And now a word from Hydratane.
4: Is your lawn fried from heat and drought stress, flowers wilted, tired of constantly watering, not to mention high water bills? Then do what the pros do to reduce watering by up to 50% or more. Use hydrotane and you'll water less while maintaining beautiful lawns, landscapes, and gardens. Hydrotain is an environmentally responsible solution that has been used for years by top golf courses and landscape professionals. Now available to you. Ask your lawn service or local garden center for hydrotane. To learn more or to order directly, visit our website at youwaterless.com.
0: The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website For free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing.
1: If you're in business today
2: and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously.
0: Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE, 855-254-7483, or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased.
7: You've got to figure out why I'm still shaking the ball. You know. What's the problem? I'm catching on the hosel, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Moving my head. Yeah. I'm laying it off. Love that too. I'm pronating. When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair.
2: Those days. (laughs) And that's a great description when you just feel so out of sync when you're playing golf. Your swing feels like an
9: unfolding. Oh punch. yeah, and then and then uh, trying to fix it is trying to like uh, refold a road map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not easy either. <laughs> From
2: the movie Tin Cup. 20 years ago, released 20 years ago. It hit the theaters this month, and we're doing a little 20th anniversary of the movie Tin Cup today here on Tita to Green. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry off the show live and in real time on the Internet at sportsbyline.com. Hello to all our listeners wherever you are catching Tita to Green today. And don't forget, the show also repeats at 1 o'clock Eastern Time at SportsByline.com, it's Tita Green, Jay, and Jerry, and our guest is Jim Fennessy who had a up-close and personal look at the making of the movie Tin Cup. It was filmed uh, in large part at two golf courses. Tubac Golf Resort in Tucson, Arizona, and Kingwood Country Club in Houston, Texas. Jim fennessey is in at the Winrose Golf Course in Spring, Texas, just north of Houston. Twenty years ago, he worked at Kingwood, and he was there for the making or the filming of the the better part of all the golf uh, U.S. Open golf scenes at Tin Cup, and he also got to be in the movie himself. And he's with us right now, sharing a few stories with us, Jim. Uh, the, that scene right there was on the driving range, supposedly the driving range at Pinehurst, which was the site of the U.S. Open in the movie. Was it the driving range at Kingwood where that scene actually took
10: place? Yes, that was the, uh, that was the practice range at the forest course. And you might notice in the scenes that we had what almost looked like live greens and, and, and live bunkers, which, which we did. And, um, so it was a wonderful backdrop. And then the golf school itself was right there on the back of the practice range. So, uh, we, we hadn't even started using it yet. It was still brand new and we hadn't even opened it yet. And they came in and, and the crew made it look like it was a hundred years old. It was just incredible what they did. And, um, and the scenes were there with Johnny Miller and, and, uh, and, and Lee Jansen and, and the scene of Costner, uh, shanking the ball right into Lee Jansen's foot was, uh, was fun to watch. <laughs> How many takes did it take to, to get that one down? You know, interestingly enough, uh, Costner, uh, you know, movie magic, of course, they've got everything set up differently. Um, he's actually hitting a ball. I'm not sure what they call it. It's those big silver cloth reflectors. Um, he's actually hitting a ball kind of into that. And, and, and of course, you know, saying who, who did that? We're supposed to be pros here. Uh, that. He's actually hitting a ball sort of into that and, and acting like he's shanking it, and then they roll the ball down the down the way into, I guess it was Lee Jansen who rolls into if I remember right. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> to the, the chili pepper up Lee Jansen's whatever, <laughs> according to uh, Romy, the Cheech Marin character, the caddy for Kevin Costner. Now, b- yeah. besides all the movie stars that were there, you had, you mentioned Johnny Miller, Lee Jansen, uh, Peter Jacobson, uh,
10: John Cook fred couple so you had a lot of big golf stars there as well didn't you we did yeah jeff maggard was there as well i played college golf against lee jansen he went to florida southern and i went to sam houston state and we played uh, our national championship together we repaired one of the final groups and got to know lee pretty well so he and i got a chance to shake hands and catch up a little bit and same with uh, jeff maggard he was a oklahoma state and then texas a&m uh player and i got a chance to see him a little bit and i didn't i didn't know john cook i'm just a hair younger than john cook and fred couple so i didn't know those guys but it was a a great reunion in some respects but some incredible talent walking around
9: now jim since you worked there at the time uh was it automatic that you would uh, get that part as a costner's playing partner or did you have to audition a little bit
10: (laughs) that's a good question my i think my boss had something to do with that he was director of golf david preisler I was director of golf at Kingwood Country Club at the time, and and he got in uh, pretty close with with early on, I guess, when they came out to look around to see uh, what what our facility looked like. And whether he finagled that somehow or not, we didn't have to audition, but we did get double extra pay, I can say that. The extras got uh, a certain amount of money every day, and we actually got twice that, which was nice. Um, I guess my only regret is that I, I didn't get my Screen Actors Guild card, so I don't get any residuals every time the movie's played back.
11: That was going to be my next
10: question. Did you? You didn't have a speaking role, did you? No, I didn't, unfortunately. And the movie probably plays four times a day, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, on some channel, I think it does. Yes. Yeah, so, I could have. I could have retired by now. So tell us about the role that and the scenes that you were in. Um, I was in the parts where um, well, I guess the first time you may see us is when Koshner runs out to the to the first tee box. He's hungover from from the night before and. He runs out to the tee box and, and uh, wants to hit a bucket of balls to warm up or whatever. You can sort of see me and my, my old boss there. And um, then it picks up uh, a lot with the, when he shoots the course record, um, the tournament record, I should say. Uh, and so we pick up in the background scenes of uh, when he makes the putt on maybe the 16th hole, I think it is, and then you see us, um, see us in the background when he's going for the green in two when he knocks it in the water. And then probably the most prominent scene um, – which interestingly enough, the, the 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 drop that he took and then the wedge onto the green took 25 takes. The putt that he makes to shoot the course, the tournament record, was one take. We lost our light, and it only took one take for him to make that putt. Where, where he makes it and he tosses the ball in the crowd, and then you see me come up and uh, and shake his hand. Congratulations for shooting the, the record. Ah, so he rolled it in in one one take. Yep, that was one take. It was you know you know everybody's on. I guess they say everybody goes to station one or, or one, and they say action. And he goes through all of his routine. He makes the putt, throws the ball in the crowd, shakes hands. You know, everyone's clapping for him, and it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. How good of a golfer is he? You know, um, I think Gary McCord had worked on his swing quite a bit to, to give it some you – because know, Costner's a very – you guys have seen it in all of his movies. He's, he's a very athletic individual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and for the love of the game, when he, when he plays, you know, Billy Chappell, the pitcher, he really has a real pitching action that looks real. So golf may have been a little bit foreign to him, but I, I think uh, Gary found ways to, to make it look good. Yeah, I like
2: Don Johnson as an actor. I, I, I had a hard time buying him as a world-class golfer, though. He just, he didn't look as natural as Costner hitting a golf
10: ball. How How good a golfer is Johnson? You know he he can actually hit it pretty good and he came in uh a few days early our, our golf teaching center there at kingwood had indoor video and so he wanted to see they had the dual camera setup he wanted to see what his swing looked like so he was he wasn't really concerned how he hit it he was really mostly concerned how he looked and uh so he was he was working in the golf school on his on his swing and uh while it may not look quite as good it, it certainly hit the ball pretty well and uh he's a, a great guy by the way i just want to say that that uh you know, he plays the villain, of course, in the movie, but but just a, a prince of a guy.
2: Well, I was I was going to ask you, you know, you hear horror stories about some of these big stars and the egos and how different they are in real life versus their screen persona. How were these guys to ha- to hang
10: out with? Really, actually, you know, Kevin Costner was all business. You could tell he was very professional. Um, he was there to to be the best he could absolutely be. Um, even offset, you know, a, a pretty quiet guy, not, not to say he didn't mingle with the group, but, but he did, but, uh, but, but Don Johnson was, was a real handshaker and smiling and Cheech Marin was always kind of cutting up offset and making people laugh. It was, they were a lot of fun to be around cause they're all real regular people, you know, when they're not on screen. So I, I didn't get a chance to, to, uh, to see everybody, uh, saw Rex Lynn a little bit, but, uh, they're all just a lot of fun yeah that's what uh, a lot
9: of people say you know every no no matter what kind of you know profession that people do, whatever it may be uh you go home and you know you're not defined by by your work most people or they shouldn't be and uh right. you know you are who you are and and uh, it's it's good that you got a chance to to meet people like that um yeah. How long were you at Kingwood after the uh uh the show rap there? It,
10: uh, the movie was filmed late 95 and came out in August of, of 96, and I was there uh, running all the teaching programs in the golf school until about 2003.
2: You know, we're, uh, we're with Jim Fennessy, by the way, who is at Winrose Golf Course now in Spring, Texas, in north of Houston, 20 years ago. He was uh, at Kingwood Country Club where they filmed parts of the movie Tin Cup. You know, we, we've talked about the, the regular tour golfers who were in the movie we talked about the cast and crew there was another dimension to this because we had jim nance ken venturi frank Turkanian, gary mccord we had the announced crew as well how were those folks uh
10: you know the, unfortunately i didn't get a chance to meet uh those guys i met jim nance at a later date he is a houstonian and he's a, he's a member of the club where i worked uh recently and I did get a chance to meet them. I didn't get a chance to be around them too much because our scenes were different. And of course, I had to to go teach and make a living when I wasn't on camera, <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to to be. And I wasn't in any any scenes with Rene Russo either. So uh, some of those folks I didn't get a chance to be around. But um, but everything was so incredibly well operated. It was just knocked me off my feet how well everything was done. Did 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 you? Was there
2: like a premiere of the movie in the Houston area after it was all finished?
10: We did. We had a, we had a huge wrap party uh, where all the stars came to the party and all the extras were invited and they treated us to a big dinner and all that. And then they had a uh, kind of a preview in Houston at the theaters where all of the folks who were in the movie got to come watch and you hear people shout out when they saw themselves and you know clap with different scenes. <laughs> it, was, it was fun.
2: Yeah, that would be fun. Did the did they play when they had some free time? I I don't know how much free time they might have had, but when they had some free time, did they actually get out on the course and play, or would they do?
10: Yeah, they would, uh, because the course was was obviously closed, all the members and and everything else. They had the golf course free to themselves on the holes where none of the movie um, uh, none of the movie stuff was set up. So, Caution would swing out and play hole play golf when he wasn't when they weren't shooting his scenes and and uh, he really loved the game i can say that and i think he's still very involved
2: yeah we see him quite a bit uh on uh, some of the celebrity pro ams and things like that and of course they always come out with this list of the best celebrity golfers
10: and he's he's always on that list as well yes he's i th- i think his game has improved dramatically i i don't know if he if if tin cup was actually the start of his golf career if he had played a little bit ahead of time i'm not sure about that but I do know that his golf swing and his game has improved, you know, over the years. So we've got about a minute left, Jim. Tell us about Windrose Golf Course. Uh, Windrose Golf Course is uh, open to the public. We're in Spring, Texas, which is uh, just north of Houston. We're south of the Woodlands. Um, I came back to Windrose. actually. I was, I was at Windrose from 2003 to 2010, operating all of the instruction programs at that time, then spent about a six-year stint over at Royal Oaks Country Club in Houston, and then came back. Uh, as a as a co-owner or partner, I guess you could say, with a couple other gentlemen in the purchase of uh, of Windrose, and now I'm back there as the director of instruction again, uh, owner operator, and we are open to the public seven days a week, and uh, we are in great shape. Come out and play us, guys. Had a good summer. We did. We had a, a kind of a little bit of a rainy and a little bit of a hot summer, but uh, we're growing grass faster than we can mow it, so that's a good thing.
2: <laughs> I like that. I hadn't heard that one before. Um, so. And Kingwood Country Club is still going strong, I imagine.
10: They are Kingwood Country Club is is a you know a great deal, one of the best deals in town. I can't say you know anything bad about Kingwood. They are a wonderful, wonderful place. Um, big uh, facility with four golf courses, um, uh, two, pr- three practice ranges. Just a massive facility.
2: All right, and of course, the chance to play the course. We're part of Tin Cup. Was played at Kingwood. Hey, Jim, it's been fun talking to you, and, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the way, and thanks for joining us today here on T. Green.
10: You got it. Anytime you guys are in Houston, uh,
2: come down and, and visit with me or whatever, and thanks for having me on the show. Sounds good. Love to take you up on that. Jim Fennessy, Director of Instruction at Wind Rose Golf Course in Spring, Texas, also had a bit part in the movie Watch the Making of Tin Cup 20 years ago. Jerry's taking us on tour to next on T. Great.
1: This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest selection of music here on earth at GuitarCenter.com. The mighty Fender Telecaster, though used to devastating effect by numerous guitarists, there are a handful of rock heavyweights that have thoroughly rinsed the full potential of this venerable model over the decades. Muddy Waters, Keith Richards, Jimmy Page, Bruce Springsteen, Dave Gilmore, Mark Knopfler and George Harrison to mention a few. For the full Telecaster story, join me over at Focus on Rock dot com.
4: It's time to do what you love, and Guitar Center can help at the Labor Day Savings Event with up to 30% off guitars, amps, drums, keys, DJ, and more. Get a Martin Dreadnought or Auditorium Acoustic Electric Guitar, your choice, just $4.49. Select Martin Acoustic Strings, buy one pack, and get one for a penny, or 20% off all Williams Digital Pianos. And don't forget to grab your copy of the list in-store with deals on major brands too low to advertise. Summer may end, but your music doesn't have to. Guitar Center's Labor Day Savings Event, going on now, in-store and online.
2: Hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. It's T. Green, Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Butnoff, Scott Cuddy, and Master Control. Not done yet. Here's Jerry looking at the tour.
9: Third weekend of the FedEx Cup playoffs in the PGA Tour, uh, the BMW Championship. It's at Crooked Stick in Indianapolis this year. Dustin Johnson's our leader at minus 18 after three rounds. Shot a 63 on Friday to uh, jump right into the lead. Uh, he's three ahead of Paul Casey who's having a very good playoff uh, run, as is J.B. Holmes, who is minus 14. More about him in just a second. Roberto Castro at minus 12, and Adam Scott and Kuchar at minus 11. Uh, next week, they'll be off, and the Tour Championship is in two weeks. Patrick Reed is the points leader right now. Right at the bubble, uh, Jonathan Vegas is 29th, Brooks Kepka 30, and Daniel Berger 31. Now, he's in danger because Holmes is definitely going to jump above him. Uh, Holmes coming in at 42nd, and uh, he'll he'll easily make it to the Tour Championship uh, two weeks from now. And in between then, Davis Cup will make his four selections, Captain's Pick, for the Ryder Cup. The uh, Champions Tour next week will be in Pebble Beach. The ladies will have their final uh, Major of the Year at Avion, and then they'll have a couple more weeks after that before their Asian all asian swing all right back in and
2: probably sometime later today you can tune in the golf channel and watch another showing of <laughs> tin cup
9: <laughs> yeah after yeah probably during you know once they have their first couple hours of the event today they'll probably have it on again or something while uh, while the tournament switches over yeah. <laughs> But it was fun talking
2: about that today. And our guest was terrific, Jim Fennessey, who was at Kingwood Country Club in Houston when they came there to film part of the movie and also got to be in part of the movie as well. Jim Fennessey, thanks to him for joining us today on TD Green. And thank you for joining us as well. Another great job from Scott Cuddy and Master Control. Hope you enjoyed it. That's pretty much going to do it for today's show. Get out and play some golf this week for Jerry. I'm Jay. Remember to hit him long and hit them straight.